Welcome to all of you all who are watching tonight. I'm so excited that you're with me. Looking forward to this conversation. Um, those of you who this is your first time joining us, On Purpose Conversation is what this is called. And it's really about having conversation with influential and intentional people whose stories inform us, encourage us, as well as uh, inspire us to live authentic lives and intentional lives through our purposes and our passion. And I am so excited about this conversation. I believe in a principle called educare. It's actually a word, um, it's a Latin word that means to bring out. Uh, it's what my uh, coaching leaders, leaders image is about. It's about bringing out of people what's innately within them, helping them see the best in them. And so this conversation, I really believe is going to be that conversation. So let me bring to the forefront um, a young lady who is amazing at what she does. Um, and she is, I'll let her and this young man <laughs> introduce themselves. Um, you all can. Ricardo, he called us young. This is so exciting. <laughs> Um, let, I'll let them introduce themselves, but I'm so glad that you all are here tonight, Esther and Ricardo. What's happening with y'all? Oh well, my goodness! Super excited! Go for it, go for it Esther! <laughs> Super excited! Okay, I am going to introduce myself. Is that okay? Uh huh. Ricardo, young man, is that okay with you if I go ahead and? <laughs> No, you see, I am super excited, so pumped to be a part of this conversation with two dynamic men who just mean the world to me. My name is Esther Moreno, and I'm the founder of Child's Heart um, LLC, which is really dedicated towards training children's ministry leaders and workers and inspiring them and encouraging them to go forth with the spirit of excellence and how they reach children and families for Christ. So that is what I do. I speak all over the country. I always have my hand in something, but EC, when you call me, I'm like, it's EC. You gotta come for that. You gotta, you have to make room for EC. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I see where this is going tonight. <laughs> There's nothing formal about this. <laughs> and and y'all, I'll tell you a little something about Esther too. She's got a nice shoe game. Uh, she is all about them kicks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I'm trying to train Coach Ricardo on that. You know, I try, I try, I'm trying to shape him and mold him and really walk alongside him and be his coach when it comes to his shoe game. So, I really, it's one of my favorite ministries. <laughs> well, between, between, go ahead. One of the pluses today, she sent me a, a you know some suggestion. I did. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Well, let, let's hear who's Ricardo. Um, Ricardo Mello, man, listen, EC, once again, thank you so much for the invitation. I, I love you, bro. We've we go way back, and uh, as I mentioned a little while back, uh, I did my first Uber drive uh, ride with you, and uh, and and. Boy, how Uber went on. We should have invested when we jumped in that car. Oh, right. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, Go ahead. Yeah. I'm Ricardo Miller. I'm born and raised uh, in the Bahamas, but I live in Dallas, Texas. 
And I love life. And I believe in what EC mentioned a little bit earlier. I believe in the term living life effectively. Mm -hmm. And so the, uh, the whole concept of living life effectively is centered around five Fs, faith, family, finance, fitness, and fun. I teach you can have it all, yeah. but I was raised and I was, I was uh, educated around people that said you can't have it all. Well, you know, they say you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, who cake is it? exactly exactly um i i am uh (laughs) that made me think of something when when you think about whose cake is it if you can't have your cake and you can't Mm. uh eat it too and whose cake is it then what are we doing with the cake uh if 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 the cake is made uh, yeah. What are we doing with that cake if, yeah. if yeah. you can't eat it and you can't have it? Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's my, you, you can't have your cake and yeah. eat it too. Who came up with that statement? <laughs> uh, I am, um, I am, I'm, I'm texting someone right now said Facebook is not uh, coming through. So I, I'm making sure that that's up. Um, I don't know who would make a statement like that because it, it was probably a vegan. That's probably right. <laughs> good strategy. <laughs> you do you do know that I'm uh I'm vegan, so you know yeah. that that's probably something I would say. Maybe, maybe. You know, um, you know, I was a vegan for about 10 months. Were you? Yeah. And why'd you go back? Man, just having these different lunch meetings, dinner meetings, connecting with people like the Marinos. I went to Thanksgiving with those guys. Uh, and and it's just it was just difficult because they tried to 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 you know. why, he, why he blamed it on us? You see him, you see. I, you know, so you you um, grew up in the Bahamas. Yeah. Is is it all about like meat there? What what's the delicacy there? Yeah, it's meat and fish. Yeah, yeah, it's it's straight up. You gonna have some meat on your plate, yeah. But when I went when I went home, they were looking at me strange, like you know, you've gone a little bit too far, brother. Really? Yeah. Well, what what changed you back? Why why'd you go back to? to I, like I said, really, I, I I I still think at the very core, it's an interest of mine. But when I looked at the level of inconvenience, being an itinerant speaker. Yeah, and, and people. I mean, every other week at the time, I was traveling, and and when it comes to telling them what to get for me to eat, <laughs> and having to sit at these tables where I'm the host, and night, you know, the vast majority of what they put on the table, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, and then it goes into the full. Com- I'm actually more of me now than I was then, so I'm so okay. much more comfortable in saying that's not who I am, or that's not what yeah, I'm yeah. about. I, yeah, I yeah. took some. It took me a while to be able to draw the line and 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 stand alone, or stand strong in what I believe as to what I was about. Because I wanted to do it, and as a matter of fact, early on, I remember being a vegetarian when I was about nineteen, and okay. once again, it was the pressure from the outside yeah. that disrupted this idea that I wanted to embrace on the inside. Wow. See, you can't, Ricardo cannot help but teach <laughs> and bring it and make it. Oh, I'm just, is this about veganism? Like, what, what is this about? Exactly. 
And so the effective living way of eating. <laughs> so we, we're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to that. But let, let me say this to you all. Thank you for uh, for coming. Um, I, 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 I tease, but Ricardo, I secretly, inwardly uh, call you the uh, Mini Miles Monroe. I know that was your mentor, wow. and um, he, he, you, you exude that leadership. You exude that conversation. You even, as you've getting gotten older, your voice sounds like him. Only thing now, you, you have the beard. I'm, I'm really proud of you, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know, you notice I'm sticking with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Um, and that, that's our sponsor tonight. Uh, is beard oil, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk a little about that. <laughs> so, but um, anyway, um, I, you know that I say that that's your nickname. I, I think the nickname that I have for you, Esther, is uh, Little Miss Marathon because yeah. you're you're always going, you're always going, and and, and and with that being the case, what keeps you going? What keeps you going? Oh man, that's such a good question. Uh, you see, I would really say um, what keeps me going is just believing that what I'm doing is making an impact. And I and you see, I know you had sent us questions ahead of time, and it was so. Uh, as I was thinking about this, and I was reflecting, and it's so funny because Ricardo was here, and he was someone who initially, who he may not realize it, but. You, I remember when he was, you know, really deep into children's ministry and uh, Ricardo, you had written this book. I remember you had written this book, children's ministry, something. <laughs> I'm such a great friend. <laughs> Get your copy of children's ministry, something today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> wisdom keys for children's ministry. Wisdom keys yeah, yeah. for children's ministry. And I got an opportunity to hang out with Ricardo. He had came in town and I remember he had gave me this book and he had signed it. And I didn't look at it until he had left And On the inside of it, it said the world needs what you have to offer. And it sounds like such a simple statement, but I think for so many of us, we don't believe that. We don't believe that the world needs what we have to offer, that God has created us and uh, in his image, in a unique way to give something to this earth. And that statement right there, he does not know. It kept me for so many years. I continued when it got hard to say, the world needs what you have to offer, Esther. And as I've continued, as I've been able to witness the impact that God has allowed me to have in the earth, as I sign books, as I'm now on my fourth leadership book, when I, I sign books and I autograph them, I say, quite often the exact same thing, because I think it's such an important message for people to know and for people not just to read, but to embrace for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The world needs what you have to offer. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Ricardo, what, what keeps you going, man? Man, uh, a few years ago, I captured this whole concept of being a fish in water. <laughs> I tell people when a fish is in water, it's in its element and, and, and it's, it's in its place where it belongs. And, and that's what keeps me going. I believe I'm in the place where I belong. And, and, and that's the place where I tell people I've created a life I don't need a vacation yeah. from. I like who I am. I like what I'm about. As a matter of fact, EC, I think it was about two years ago. I think Esther, I think everybody thought I was crazy because I did what I called a, I did a, a digiton 
where it was 12 hours of interviews. I'm talking about conversation after it was just, I'm talking about 10 minute breaks. And, mm. and and I just was going in from session to session. And and so I say that to say this, EC, everybody has a place where they belong. And, and when you find that place, it becomes one with how you show up in the world. And I think that's been the thing for me. Now, what I said is, one, I wanted to find that place. I found it. Two, I wanted to do life with others who have found that place. I'm now doing that. And then I want to cash in on it. That's what I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like that, that last part that is hard for people. Um, my wife and I were talking today about the idea of chasing. We chase the last part first. Mm -hmm. We chase the cash first mm -hmm. and then expect um, what you want to do to come out of that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. it never works that way. Do you all find that to be true? Oh, absolutely. I mean, even listening to you guys, the first thing that I'm thinking about, which has really helped me along the way, is learning to take little bites of the elephant at a time. I think so many of us, we're, we're not okay with that. You know, we want to arrive immediately. We don't want to take, when you take those little bites of the elephant, that's your journey of growth. You grow and get stronger and stronger and, and more consistent. I think that that is really has been at least for me that has been a key being okay with that knowing that uh perfection is the enemy of progress and yeah. as i take a little bite of the elephant if it didn't turn out perfect that's okay i, yeah. I can go forward and make it stronger and better and improve the next time well you know, and, and to that point i, I let, let me say this real quick i think to that point mm -hmm. is we are always looking that's the difference between the sprint and the marathon yeah we're looking for the goal. And so we want to like take off out of the blocks and be at the goal. Mm -hmm. yep. and it doesn't work that way. You know, a marathon is 26 miles. We want to go from mile one, two, three, 25, 26. And it does take that biting off the, the short things and you eventually get there. I'm sorry, Ricardo, go ahead. No, you're you're right on. You see, I, I remember telling a number of my clients, I said, man, listen, this effective living journey is a marathon. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so with that said, when I started to develop this space, one of the things I said was that I wanted to become one with my message. That was my first goal. My first goal was to become one with my message. And then the second goal was to build a community. That's why I do my early morning talks. That's why I do my in-person meetings. Uh, that's the reason why I do my annual cruise, because now we're building the community. And now 2024, I told them, EC, they're going to think I'm money hungry because I'm talking about cashing in. <laughs> because I am now feeling yes. like I'm in my message. I am doing life with a community of like-minded people that is connected with this message. The next point now is to show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's important though, Ricardo, even hearing you talk, like I think that's so important to have a strategic plan. As you're talking, uh, the word strategy yeah. is coming mm -hmm. to mind. How many of us really come out with a strategic plan to walk through when we're trying to build, you know, when we're trying to create or, or walk in that purpose, we feel like God is calling for us to walk in, you know, I'm yeah. with you. Ching, ching. 
<laughs> well, and, and you, yeah, I, I you said ching ching, and it reminds me of. So again, I told you that I was having a conversation with my wife today of us chasing the ching ching, and and mm -hmm. I, a lot of times, uh, as I said before, sometimes we want to mm -hmm. find purpose and all of that at the end of that, and so we start at that back part and. Uh, I share with you guys, um, and you know, I'll share with the rest of the, of the audience. Um, I I have been seeing a therapist, and um, over the last year, so you know, starting last year, had some hit some uh, some rock, um, and mm -hmm. and had some personal, uh, what I would call failure, but just some personal uh, struggles, and in that. Uh, I kept thinking, you know, I need to get through this. I need to get through this. So I'm looking for like stuff to do and maybe a different job. You know, I'm I'm searching and I, I remember applying for all these diff different things. And in the middle, it was August of last year, I had um, an anxiety attack and mm -hmm. a panic attack. I had never had one, didn't know what it was. And I, I've had GERD, so I know what a, <laughs> um, like... A, acid reflux, yeah. but it was like acid reflux on acid reflux. Mm, it was like yeah. my chest was tight. I couldn't breathe. I was driving. And I had to pull over um, because it's just a lot of stress. A lot of stuff was going on. Fast forward, beginning of this year, uh, you know, there's been a lot of changes in my life in this last year. Uh, I got engaged last December. And then the beginning of this year, I ended up having another one. And after that one, I was talking to my then fiance saying, you know what? I think I need some help. I, yeah. I need to see some help. So I start seeking a therapist and, um, but it took me so long to do it because yeah. I thought that I, going back to the point of Ching Ching, I thought that I could find purpose in something else. Yeah. And after seeing this therapist, she put me on um, a 14 day, like two weeks of every single day focusing on your passion, focusing mm -hmm. on what um, really, what do you really want to do? She asked me some hard, poignant questions that made me just kind of dig in places I didn't want to dig. And first day I'm on the phone, tears coming to my eyes, like, yo, I, I didn't come in here for that. You know, yeah. <laughs> this is not, I just came for somebody to talk to me, help me figure this thing out. And yeah. as we dug through that, as I started every day leaning towards that, this conversation mm -hmm. came. Um, and as I shared with you all, it was, this is part of my passions, part of my passions that helps see people where they are to where they're supposed to be, or in other words, where they are to where God designed and wanted them to be. Um, yeah. Have you ever dreamed of though, doing something opposite, just that, have you ever in your life, have you ever dreamed of doing something that uh, that's not what you're doing now. Ricardo Miller. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I went to school, EC, I went to school for carpentry. You know, when I mm. left, I left high school, my, my grandmother said, you know, you, you, you have heads for college or you have hands for trade school. I didn't have a head for college at the time. Uh, <laughs> and so I went to trade school and, and I can remember going to trade school and then, getting a construction job and having gotten a job to do roofs and, and, and so forth. But I hated it, you see. I, I hated it. And then I got a hold of a Miles Monroe cons uh, cassette tape, uh, mm. Born to Lead. Mm. And let me tell you something. I 
I played that cassette while we were on the roof. And they were like, what are you listening to? I'm listening to this Miles Monroe tape. I started going to his services, started going to his conferences. And then he came out with the book In Pursuit of Purpose. And that's where it connected. And, and then somebody said, uh, you know, you should share your story because of where I came up on the streets. And I shared my story, EC. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the lady, when I came to speak, gave me an envelope with $275 in it. Now, <laughs> listen, I was making $175 on the construction job for a week. Mm-hmm. And now I'm making, two, I made two seventy five dollars for speaking for about 40 minutes. I something happened, he said. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. And so I was off track at that point and fell in love with what is this that I was so naturally doing that they compensated me for. Mm. And I started leaning into it. But but I, I I always knew I wanted to speak. Initially, I dived into it from a children's ministry standpoint. Mm. And now I've evolved more into life management <clears throat> coaching and, and motivational speaking. That's really become my thing now. But once again, it's still all intertwined on where I initially began. Hmm. Wow. Well, what was that? So was that your aha moment? My aha moment was the definite moment when, when I spoke and got a check for it. I really didn't know that was going to happen. I, it wasn't the intent. And then I said, how come they gave me a check? And they said, well, you know, you're the speaker. I said, well, tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, well, you know, speakers make money. I said, but I spoke for 40 minutes. They gave me this. And that's when I was like, so what else do yeah. I need to do to really be a speaker? And yeah. someone suggested Toastmasters International. I joined Toastmasters EC. And I was in Toastmasters for about 10 years and, and really developed a lot of the uh, development that the program offered to help me become who I am today. Wow. 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 So, so you, Esther, you always want to be this, this, this person that is jumping around doing this stuff. <laughs> oh, I, I never, if you had have asked the old Esther from 10 years ago, I would have never guessed that I would be doing this. I mean, for Esther Moreno, Formerly Esther Miller, I had a plan for my life. You know, mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing. I want to get married. I want to settle down. I'm going to seminary. I remember uh, when Guy got his first position because he, he's an attorney. Uh, he's always had a dream job to work for a judge. He wanted to work for a district court judge, got a position, and she ended up being a first lady of a church. And at the time I was in seminary and it just seemed like God was setting the whole thing up. And I remember her husband brought me into the church and he invited me to preach my first sermon. And I remember he pointed, he knew, he, I always knew that I wanted to do some form of kids ministry or something like that. So mm-hmm. I remember he pointed to office and he said, this is your future. Like he had told me like, wow. this is your future in, in the four walls of one space right there. And I believed it, you know? So from that point on, I was conditioned to think this is the end all be all. Go to seminary, get a position in a church in the four walls of one space, embrace it, be happy, be stuck there forever. And as long as you get your own office, you have made it. (laughs) You have arrived. (laughs) And I mean, I think the aha moment for me was just 
the, it was the first time I was invited on a massive stage. I was nervous. I felt like pooping my pants. You might want to make this like rated <laughs> R, this conversation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's horrified, but just that natural Esther came out and so many people receiving it and just the joy that I got from being a part of that experience and impacting and inspiring people. I'm like, man. And even, you know, as I've navigated through this new world, really looking at that kind of that old world, it is kind of an old world. I love you church, <laughs> but, you know, but, but looking back at that and just saying, man, wow. Like, this is just incredible. It's just incredible. So the, speaking of that, so you you just wrote a book uh, not too long ago. I believe it's called Children's Ministry in Crisis. Yes. To talk about that. What, what I is did. that about? Which, which, which is totally crazy because I'm like, the Esther 10 years ago would have never thought that she could write anything to tell anybody about their department being in crisis. I mean, it, but this is, this is, you know, the, the new Esther, the, uh, who has dedicated her life to this, who has done the work, who has done the research to help departments just across the country. Really, mm -hmm. that book is really about what are those things that you may be missing when it comes to leading a children's ministry department effectively. Mm. And it, it was so funny. I, I wrote this, I wrote this book and one of the last conferences that I went to, it was so funny. This children's pastor, this man, he comes up to me and he was like, man, you know, I was just looking for a book to read and I read children's ministry in crisis. And I said, well, my children's ministry department ain't in crisis. He said, but dang, after I read your book, he said, oh my goodness, my children's ministry is in crisis. <laughs> what, what, what was it? Did, did he tell you what specifically was kind of that like, Ah, this is what makes, did he, did he tell yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. It's a leadership. So many of us in kids ministry for what I do, we are missing so much when it comes to that leadership element. We are holding on to that old school model, model of what a, a, a children's pastor should be. They should be alluring and, and just really exciting for kids. And they should know how to connect with kids. They should, they should like kids and totally, totally miss out on the fact of really equipping and nurturing volunteers and building strong teams and and mm. and really leading like Jesus led the disciples. He he equipped, he commissioned, he called, and really going through those steps. I think a lot of leadership uh, deficiencies are just running rampant in the world of kids ministry. Well, it, John Maxwell talks about that: is everything rises and falls on leadership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, in fact, that that leads me to the question, Ricardo. Like when when you hear that, um, and and your your book, the last one. Is, I don't know if this is the last one. You write so much, man. But <laughs> effective living guide to creating life you don't need to take a vacation from. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when when you talk about leadership and you talk about living a life, uh, how does how how would a person lead themselves? In, in that life where mm -hmm. they don't have to take a vacation from that life. How, what is a good leader? You know, what does it take to be a good leader in any, uh, in any yeah. area? A good leader, a, a good leader manage self well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It starts there. It's like you, you sort of set it in what you did in the introduction to ask me this question, a good leader manage self well. Now, what that, what that means is all depending on the magnitude of your calling, you then now need to know 
to whom much is given, much is required. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> and so if you've been called to lead 10, your development level needs to go there. Now, there are some people, EC, who have been called to lead 1,000, but their development level is still at 10 or at 50. Mm -hmm. And watch this, the grace of God on their life is still for 1,000. And some of those guys have been promoted to positions of 1,000, but yet they're still functioning at the 10 and the 50 mm -hmm. and the 100 level. Mm -hmm. and, and there's a clog in the line. There's frustration mm -hmm. in the line and yeah. they can't have no vacation because even on the vacation, they're frustrated because their world is not built mm -hmm. right. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, but when I, when I talk about creating a life, you don't need a vacation from, from a leadership standpoint, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. understand that you can manage it all. And how do you manage it all? It's not called balance. It's called touching each part at, in its appropriate time. It's like juggling, EC. If I had to juggle five balls, each ball needs to be touched in its appropriate time so that neither of them will drop. Mm -hmm. And so faith, family, finance, fitness, mm -hmm. fun, you know, um, job, you know, marriage, health, finance, home, social circle. Somebody said, well, that's too much. Well, you've prayed for more. Yeah. Now you have to learn how to there manage. You there you go. Dude, you just said, uh, I think, a mouthful there. We pray for the these lives. When, when I look at Instagram and when I look at TikTok and all of this and everyone's showing these lives, these lives of doing all this stuff, mm -hmm. we pray for these lives. And then when they come uh, or when we appear to have them, then it's like, oh, well, this I can't I can't handle this or why is this happening to me or you know now uh, I was watching I don't know if y'all well y'all got kids so y'all understand Doja Cat you you know who Doja Cat is I was watching a um an interview with her and I told y'all I love interviews watching an interview with her and um Ebro um from he works at Apple as well as uh in New York from the radio and she was saying like now where she doesn't like the fame that she has she doesn't like mm -hmm. um but you you're out there now this is the mm -hmm. life you wanted and it's in front of you so what what do you do that and i want both of you to answer that is, is what do you do then to um when you pray for these things mm -hmm. they're there god has answered the prayer what, what do you do to manage them well you know what from that perspective of family. And I know you just answered some of that, Ricardo, but yeah. I want to give like, we're going into a new year. So I kind of want you to like help us. What what are some things that you all do to manage that well? I mean, I, I would say, say no a lot. <laughs> I, I think that we're scared to say no to people. And even hearing Ricardo talk about management and managing ourselves well, I think that that's something a lot of people struggle with. They don't have time to manage mm. themselves well because they mm. so busy out here, got other people managing them. They're letting other people manage them and manage their time and tell them what they need to do, what they shouldn't be doing. And they fall into that. So they don't have time to, yeah. to experience joy and managing yourself well and experiencing and i know ricardo will talk about this because really i know ricardo your platform is faith family fitness finances fun and you know all these different areas and and managing yourself well because it's it's just for me i've learned 
it is okay to say no. If what you are asking me to say yes to is completely just not where Esther Moreno is going, it is mm. okay. I ain't saying be mean to nobody. <laughs> I ain't yeah, saying yeah. slap them in the face and say question. no. <laughs> that was my next question is how do you say that though? How do you, um, what, what is the best way? So I, I, I worked at Apple, I worked for Apple and there's a way to give bad news. When I was a genius, there was a way to start off that with bad news, how do you say no? <laughs> there, 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 watch this. There is an anointing in the skill setting of putting a good no together. Well, you know, EC, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to, but I, I'm so grateful for the question or the opportunity that you're offering, but I'm not going to be able to catch it around this time. It's, it's, yeah. See, a lot of people get in their feelings because of their quiet success or, or a busy schedule in declare is the, in declining. You don't have to get in your feelings. You know, the invitation is being offered. The opportunity is being presented. Oh, wow. You are inviting me. Boy, thank you so much. I really appreciate the invite. But you know what, man, next time around. Next time around is a no, you know. Yeah. Next time around <laughs> is a no. <laughs> hey, watch this. Unfortunately, I unfortunately I can't at this time. That's also a no, but it's a better no than a brunt no. Yeah. And and I, and I don't have to go on social media. I'm tired. I got so much going on, and people. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say no to everything. I mean, you could say no and yeah. say no crafty like Esther suggested. In in addition, I would like to say this. You see. I believe that no is easier said when your vision is very clear. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Whoa, set, mm -hmm. slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Mm -hmm. Don't go, don't, don't skip over that. <laughs> no yeah. is very clear. Yeah. When or very easy when your mm -hmm. vision is very clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now here's what the Bible says. My, the Bible says where there is no vision. You remember Esther talked mm -hmm. about it? People are all over the place. Mm -hmm. But where there's no vision, the people perish. Vision allows you to say no to good things. Yeah. Vision allows you to determine what book you'll read, what meeting you'll attend, who you're going to have in your social circle, what time you'll get up in the morning, mm -hmm. what program you'll watch. Vision will determine it. And it'll allow you to be able to be at peace and at ease. Remember I mentioned my first part of my mission was to live my message. So there were people who was like, hey man, how come you ain't living at the next level? They didn't realize it wasn't about next level. It was about internal mm -hmm. acceptance. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I love, Ricardo, I love that because I mean, I'll have people reach out to me all the time for what I do in kids ministry. And they're like, oh, we, we love her personality. We want to put her, we want her to minister to all of our kids. And I'm like, I, but the vision is I minister to leaders. I equip leaders. So e even though these people are so nice, I have to be willing to step back and say, you know what? I don't do that. Yep. And, mm. and say it in a kind way. Mm. I, I I have to get my charger. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going. Uh, all right. So what, 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 to me is is so poignant about what you all are saying is this idea um i and ricardo you the church can we just talk to church and church people for just a second yep. we, we, 
<laughs> well, we'll talk about church for a quick second because not everybody here uh, that is on may be church people. But um, I know you talk in businesses as well as, as, as Esther. You, you're talking to all types of people. But that whole idea of going to the next level, you know, it, it, every year, especially the church has all these themes. Uh, we're going to see vision 2020 and 2020 or or God is going to do more in 2024. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, all, all of that. We do these vision things. Um, and and I, I have a question around that. But uh, it, well, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and ask it. So I'm not a. I'm not a resolution person. I'm not, uh, mm -hmm. I'm not even, a, I'm more of a theme person. You know, um, I, I like themes. So this year coming into end of this year, going into next year, my theme is about intentionality. Mm -hmm. These conversations, being intentional in reaching out in talking to people, being in the moment, being intentional about being, that's something that my my uh, therapist has talked to me about, being in the moment, because my mind is always going. Um, talk a, a little about what we were talking about, next levels uh, and, and, and resolutions, and we're going to go to more in 2024. What, what, what are you? Are you a theme person, a goal person, a, a resolution person, and why are you that type of person um what what made you come to that oh man that that is a deep question EC oh man you God. just coming out the gate huh <laughs> I think I, 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 I'm, the, I'm exactly the same I am not a resolution person I just mm. believe in going forth in the spirit of excellence I do believe in finding creative ways to reinvent yourself you know and, and to be exciting and fun I am big on words on words for the year. And I think that my word, I've had the same word for probably the past two to three years. And it's wisdom. Mm. Is this a wise choice? Are you walking in wisdom by saying yes to this, by making this decision, by doing this and, and whatever area it is, whether I'm dealing with my husband and I'm dealing with marriage, or I'm dealing with the, the overall family and I'm dealing with decisions for the kids or if I'm dealing with ministry in the church, I actually have, you can't see it, but I actually have wisdom ingrained mm. so I can always see it. So as I, I'm walking and I'm making decisions or I'm working or um, whatever it is I'm dealing with, I'm always constantly thinking, is this the wise choice? Have you mm. stopped to really think about this? Because the old Esther was very impulsive, like, come on, sure, I'll do it. Yes, whatever you need me to do, I'll be there. Oh, don't worry about it. I got this. And I was didn't realize that I was saying no to my purpose by saying mm. yes to theirs. Did you did you become uh, a theme and and gather this theme of wisdom because you couldn't keep a goal or couldn't I'm, I'm not cracking on you, but you is it because <laughs> is it because resolutions were hard? What what made you say it I'm was it, it it was I mean it was resolutions for me was was like a bad diet that you just ultimately do not stick to and just mm. kind of walk away from it. And I realized even with coming up and I'll say goals, even coming up with goals for the new year. Cause I do think you should you should really think about what are the new goals. You know, mm -hmm. as you're going into a new year, I think that that is super important for me. I realized that I'm not in and of myself. I have a family to think mm -hmm. about. So a lot of times I'll come on board with my husband and me mm -hmm. and Guy will come together and we will talk about really 
uh, we'll talk about different areas of our life. I mean, we're really corn. I mean, we have a whole document <laughs> that we print out. My husband's like, we are dedicating 24 hours to this task. I can be difficult with it because I'm a little ADD, <laughs> but mm -hmm. he is so patient with me. But we sit there and we go over these, these goals that we have. And mm -hmm. then we break them down. We begin to break them down into even smaller goals. Okay, that's nice that you have these goals. But what are we going to do proactively throughout our months, throughout these 12 months that God has given us to make sure that we're actually reaching these goals? What are we going to do proactively as our daughter is growing up, you know, before mm -hmm. our very eyes? How are we really going to be closer to her and make sure that we're loving on her and ministering to her? What are we going to proactively do every day, you know, or maybe two times a week in order mm -hmm. to ensure that our kids are growing in their faith. We're crazy. Ricardo got a dog and then I copied off of him and now I have a dog. And now this is like another life. What are we going to do to make sure that this animal does not overtake our home, but, are, but is actually trained and, and, and uh, behaving the way we want her to behave as a new Moreno. So we just really kind of break it down like that. That's good. That's good. You, Ricardo? Like yeah. Well, I'm I'm big on goals. I mean, I remember when I came to to the United States. One of the things I did was I I, I prayed about it. Spent a couple of weeks together, and I said, "A decade is going to happen. Mm -hmm. What would I like to see happen within that decade?" Mm -hmm. And and EC, I wrote down every year that I wanted to do a different international country for children's ministry. I remember I wanted to do missions. I wanted to speak at conferences. I wanted to write a book. Do you know, my spiritual mother refers to the the, the document that I put together because I went to Kinko's and had it buying like a book. Uh, and it had the years uh, of what I wanted to accomplish. And I worked to watch those. And that's what it works for me because it allows me to be able to identify what am I going to do with the year that is given to me. So so for me is 2024 is coming. I look at 2024 and I'm like, okay, here's the problem I initially had with my goals. That initial decade goal, EC, all of that was on that list really wasn't about Ricardo. It was about what people celebrate about Ricardo. It was the things that would get me some cheers. Mm -hmm. and, and so I kept getting these medals, but there was an empty void within. Mm -hmm. wow. Now, the list that I'm making at this stage of my life is really inward first. And so it's like, okay, at the end of 2024, well, I like who I have become with the 52 weeks that God has given me. Mm -hmm. And so while everybody's doing a lot of things, I could say no to a lot of those things because I'm not on that run. Yeah. My goals, my vision, the idea that I believe that I'm going to bring to life in 2024 has me on lock. And so yeah. one of the things that it also does for me, EC, is the last 15 years, I've been constantly on the grind because every year I establish something and I work towards that in spite of what's going on. It could have been a pandemic. It could have been a personal life crisis. It could have been a hurricane in the Caribbean or it could have been a tornado in Texas. Ricardo Miller is still chipping away. And, mm -hmm. and so with that said, I've been able to survive and thrive through a lot of things because of, not because I'm grand or great in skill, yeah. but those little practical things that I commit to, checking them off has allowed me to stay visible and progressively moving forward. 
It, so if I hear both of you already, what you're saying, Esther, then is the idea of, so you have a theme and then parsing that theme out into like, how are we going to mm-hmm. make this happen? And, and you're saying even put it on paper. Yeah. To, this is how it's going to happen. And what I hear you saying, Ricardo, then is then taking your theme, you had a bigger goal and then deciding who is the goal satisfying yeah. and who, who, where is the goal? Where is, is it landing? Is it landing for others or is it landing for mm-hmm. what God has for me, what I'm designing to do? And then once I get to that kind of inwardly searching and then putting that and sticking to that. And I think that's important. The reason I, I really want to hone in on those things, because I think when uh, this holiday is coming up and the new year is coming up, we we want to buy stuff for other mm-hmm. people. We want to impress others. We want to make sure everything is taken care of. And we, we need to parse some things out. We need yeah. to sit down and kind of get focused as we go into a new year. I believe it's, it's, it's just like the scripture says about God gives us new mercies uh, every day. I think every year is a good time to really uh, put that hat back on or that thinking cap as we, we learned as you children pastors. So, <laughs> so you understand that putting that on and really yeah. kind of sitting down and saying, what am I going to do to your point? Um, uh, Ricardo, what am I going to do with this year? And at the end of this year, am I satisfied with what came out? So what does a check-in look like for both of you? I'll start with you, Ricardo, and then uh, Esther. What does check-in look out to make sure that you're doing those things throughout the year? Well, I, I'm man, I'm I'm a real sticker for this. Uh, every week, there are some things I'm working towards. Every month, there are some things I'm working towards doing. Are working towards the month. The months are working towards the quarter. Is working towards the year, and and so I mean I, I'll tell you the truth, EC. I've had some category five devastating issues and challenges that sort of came my way in my life, but in the midst of it, I still can't tell you I've had a bad year in the last decade. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's because I, I stayed focused mm-hmm. and, and I made up in my mind that I'm going to stay. As a matter of fact, uh, Bishop Michael Pitts said to me when I was going through a very challenging time, I said, man, I'm going to stop and check out and, and just, and he said, if you stop, you probably won't come back. Mm-hmm. Says, what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to work through this. And, and then I remember he referred to something that happened in 9-11. He said one of the things that the the uh, Giuliani had to do was he called and challenged the city to get back to life as usual, as fast as possible. Because mm. if that had not happened, people would have hurt themselves on the inward of not doing what they were accustomed to. And so for me, EC, when I look at my goals, the goals is no matter what's going on, Listen, man, even the good, the bad, all the ugly, I'm going to make it through this because I feel like the goals that I've written down was inspired by God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is what I've been called to do at this particular time. It's not good ideas. I'm not fond of good ideas. I'm fond of God ideas. Things that will outlive my feelings. Yeah. I love that. Who are you? 
Ricardo, you'd be pulling the <laughs> pulling out those big that <laughs> emotions and and feelings, man. That I wish we had time to really sparse it. What what does it look, man? What is the um, what does a check in look like for you? Oh my goodness, for, for me, it's total accountability. I okay. mean, you cannot do this thing by yourself. I think that people think that they can do things by themselves will lose. I think you need strong people and not just accountability with any, it's not just being okay, whatever. Okay. I'll call my girlfriend over here to hold me accountable, but for real getting strong people who you, who you trust, who you see them going where you want to go, or you see uh, even the lifestyle that they have is it emulates a lifestyle that you would like to walk in, keeping those strong people around you and having them serve as that accountability, mentorship, coaching. Uh, for me, that has just been absolutely invaluable because Esther will make excuses for Esther to mm. give Esther a pass on why oh, it's really not that big of a deal for me to do this. Oh, it's not. If I skip doing this, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. If I don't post this, if I don't equip or inspire on this day, it's not a big deal. I can jump on it the, the next day, but it is a big deal because like Ricardo says, I'm chipping away. I'm eating little, little bites of the elephant at a time so that, that I can get to this ultimate goal of purpose that God has called for me to walk in. So I, Ricardo says this all the time, which I was going to say it, but I was like, this is an inappropriate time to say it. But he always talks about this bucket of glue. <laughs> he always says, when you stick your hand in a bucket of glue, finish it, Ricardo. What else do you say? If you stick your hands in a bucket of glue, it's impossible for some of that glue not to stick to you. <laughs> That's association right there. It is. It is. And when you have strong people around you and they're fighting for their dreams and they're pushing and, and you know, and they're so goal and purpose driven and oriented, that inspires you to shoot for your dreams and to just walk in your purpose. So I, which is why I'm so excited that I have you two amazing men in my life that I get to follow and see and, and have that, that stickiness stick to me and inspire me, especially on those days. Cause you're going to have those days where you don't want to do it, where you just have to choose to push through. Yeah. I, I, I love that. <laughs> it, 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 so again, Ricardo checking in mm -hmm. looks like staying, coming back, always remembering what it is fighting through it, regardless, not giving up. Uh, Esther, you, you, that whole idea of, hey, I need somebody else in on this with me. I cannot do this alone. Um, and I say this too, EC, just really quickly. And when I say that, like, when you get accountability around you, don't just get people who are just going to be nice to you. And be like, oh, girl, you good. Mm -hmm. You deserve a break. Like, get yeah. people. And, and that's so funny. Well, I mean, I've had... I mean, I've known both of you for a while now. Ricardo, I've known you, what, it's been probably like six years now. Mm -hmm. And I love having him as an accountability because he will not be nice to me. <laughs> like, he will not stroke my ego and be like, girl, you done worked hard. Go ahead and take a break. I mean, he will tell me, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I, Ricardo, he, Ricardo knows some of my projects that I'm doing, so he's so funny. Ricardo, do you remember? He literally texted me the other day. I was like, man, I need to, let me jump on this project. I'm supposed to be doing, let me drive to the library. I get a text message from Ricardo as I'm driving there. 
that literally insults me and says, why are you procrastinating, Esther? Stop procrastinating and get the job done. And I'm like, no, I did tell him to shut up. That was my response. <laughs> but I knew he was right. And it was accountability that I needed that pushed me and inspired me to really work that hard, you know, that day to do what I would have been like, oh, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it next week. Yeah. I, I think Ricardo is definitely tapped in. He he sent me a text once, just out of clear blue. He he doesn't text me a whole lot. Yeah. I got a little issue. No, I'm just kidding. He, <laughs> but he when he texted me, um, and Ricardo, I'm not. I I just be honest. I I don't remember exactly yeah. what it was, but in that moment, I needed it, and it was one of those moments where it just kind of brought me back. Kind of like you know, it's it's like the. Uh, the shoulders, that little boom, 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 when you go off of this, off the road on the expressway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah boom, 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 boom. It was one of those. It was a reminder. And I was like, oh, somebody is tapped in and somebody is watching whether he sees it physically or not. Uh, whether God told him or he told him, the point is somebody is 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 there in your corner. And that that's mm -hmm. so Amazing, y'all. Can I can I uh, do real quick uh, uh, rapid fire five questions? Yes, I'm so bad at this. Let's go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a cheat because Ricardo kind of he's gonna wait because it's, it's the five F's. <laughs> I, yes, it is. All right, uh, but I've I've kind of uh, I'll go first, Esther, then Ricardo, and then the next yes. one, Ricardo. Esther. Okay. okay. So, favorite scripture. Romans 12. I'm not gonna say this right. Oh, no, look, you know, when people ask me what my favorite scripture is, it's funny because oh I do Jonathan 16. <laughs> it comes to me so fast. Oh god. That, that's the children, that's the children's pastor in you. <laughs> yeah, Romans 12 and 1, right? Roman, okay. Uh uh, no, Galatians 2:20. I've oh, been okay. crucified with Christ. Okay, gotcha, 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 Ricardo. <laughs> John, John, John 15, or John 15, 8, herein is how my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. Okay. He had a whole lot of time. To I hate when people ask what your favorite didn't have. All right. Uh, rapid fire. Favorite family activity, Ricardo? Playing dominoes. All right. Going to the yeah. beach. All right. Uh, Esther, favorite fitness activity? Walking. Ricardo? Uh, thread, treadmill on, at the gym. Okay. Uh, Ricardo, the one thing your best friend loves about you? Our candid conversations. Ooh. Yeah. Esther? Oh, uh, I'm incredib incredibly goofy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one, Esther and then Ricardo. M the most expensive thing you would buy yourself? Oh, most expensive. I would buy myself is a pair of Jordans. All right. I would buy myself a presidential Rolex. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, and that that um uh, we got about uh well let's let's take two minutes. Y'all got two minutes. We got mm -hmm. yeah. two minutes. And and the people who are watching, y'all, y'all two minutes, and I know we said an hour, we'll go over just a little, but look, um it's a new year coming up. You guys have something coming on uh, happening this Tuesday. Uh, thank you for those rapids. If you know, it's family, uh, faith, family, fitness, 
friendships and finance. So it's a little <laughs> cheap there. Um, um, so it, it, you have something coming up on Tuesday night. Can y'all tell us a little about it? What's what's happening with y'all? Absolutely. Uh, super excited. Every third Tuesday of the month. I do a special conversation in particular for those who are involved in ministry when it comes to reaching the next generation, kids ministry, and we are ending the year strong. And we were talking about really how to go into 2024 um, and just really, really hit it, hit it hard and succeed and to excel in your leadership of, of volunteers and your reaching of children and, and families and, and all of the gambit. We are giving away grand prizes. It is going to be so much fun. So just super excited. We are going through a season, you know, a lot of times at the end of the year, you know, for uh, especially for kids ministry leaders, they're like, I'm falling and going to sleep. And we're like, no, y'all, you need to wake up. Okay. It's about to be a new year. And we don't want to yeah, yeah. get ready for the new year in the new year. We want to get ready for the new year now so that when we're in it. We are just taking off. So super excited about that conversation. I, I mean, I'm going to have the Ricardo Miller there. So if you ain't in kids <laughs> ministry, you're going to get something out of this conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, EC, we're going to talk about 2024. Winning in 2024 really is a recipe. And, 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 and when you figure out the recipe, or let me use the term a combination, when you get the combination for the lock, EC, boy, listen, the joy of being able to know you have access to what's behind the door that that lock is, mm. is holding. And, mm -hmm. and that's really what it is. Until you know all the numbers, EC, if I give you a combination log that had eight numbers on it, but I, but you remembered five, I don't care how how excited about the five you've remembered, you still don't have access. <laughs> you still don't have access. <laughs> you still don't. And and EC, you you could you here's the deal. This is why I like Esther's uh, uh, conversation for children's ministry leaders that she has coming up is because it's recorded and people can go back and listen because. The ideas that's going to be suggested. Some people, even if you give them the full eight numbers, EC, mm -hmm. what's going to mm -hmm. happen is about two days later, they'll be like, I remember five of them, but I can't remember the yeah. other ones. Yeah. You can go yeah. back and listen yeah. because yeah. the truth yeah. is, it's like learning the numbers. Once you know the numbers mm -hmm. to a combination lock, you can go there in seconds and get access. Yeah. But for yeah. somebody, you may have told them the number, but they didn't quite get the number. They go there and they start struggling and, and they start to feel stupid and crazy. And, and here's the thing. You don't have to feel stupid. You don't have to feel crazy. You just mm. need to learn from somebody who has figured out the numbers. Yeah. You can mm. win. Yep. Mm. So I, I love it. I love it. Get the combination. Get there on Tuesday night. Have this conversation with you And I do want to say, EC, that the conversation... Uh, Ricardo mentioned that it'll be recorded. Obviously, you have to be there live to win the prizes. I mean, we're giving away free coaching, all types of, of things. So it's going to be really exciting. But it is housed actually in a private Facebook page that's called okay. Children's Ministry Moving Forward. That oh, is the private Facebook page. That's so, the private. Uh, let, let, can I write that down? Yeah, absolutely. So, Children's <laughs> Ministry Moving Forward. It is a private Facebook page, because really we want people who are serious uh, about being excellent and how they do ministry and how they reach the next generation. We're not pushing this off on people who don't want to be there. We want it to be, it, it, it has become just this incredible group uh, of people who are really trying to uh, support each other and go with the mindset of really growing together 
uh, when it comes to their leadership. So, awesome. yeah. Awesome. You know what? And you all are the perfect people to do it. I have enjoyed the last hour and how many minutes? Two, three, uh, three Two minutes, minutes and 57 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this has been so amazing. There's two people who commented. One of the comments was, that's good. The world needs what all three of you have. So um, just um, thankful for okay. that. Uh, that person ha actually has this last name. As Cunningham, are you related? <laughs> it's just a setup. <laughs> might be a little, might be. Another comment said, take it one bite at a time. Great mm -hmm. stuff. Um, they have a last, your last name, but I know they're not kin to you, <laughs> uh, Ricardo. Uh, you know, you know Esther's a Miller as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, so when you said that earlier, I'm like, yo, like, there's some connection here somewhere um and uh the the comment came up yes i am i am a cunning <laughs> I am a cunning. <laughs> um, but yeah uh i when i thought of it we, we're gonna talk about that offline because you might be kin to some folks that uh, uh because my my in-laws are all my wife's um maiden name is miller so this, really, I'm around a whole lot of Millers all the time, man. What what is that about? Hey, hey, listen, easy. My wife's made a uh, mother's maiden family name is Millers. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yo, man, what is happening? Yeah, my. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you this. I'm not the brother that I wasn't gonna change my last name to my wife's name. I'm just <laughs> just putting that out there. You know, that's a new thing now. That's that's a whole different conversation. Y'all, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you so much for having this conversation going over uh, almost five minutes. Um, but I, I love you all dearly. I thank you for considering this a time to just be vulnerable or to and also to use, you know, the gifts. You, we didn't talk about anything that I know that you don't. Uh, both live. You actually mm -hmm. live out uh, what you talked about. And that's really why I wanted to have this conversation. Is there anything, uh, any place I, I have down there, how people to contact you? Uh, what's the best way to contact you? Or what is it that you want people to uh, walk away with? Uh, yeah, two questions and then we'll cl close out. Uh, Esther, best way to contact you? And I know it's down there, but still give it to us. And what do you want people to walk away with tonight? Absolutely. Best way to contact me is esthermoreno.com. And if there's anything I want people to walk away with, it's that you don't have to follow the traditions of men. You can break the mold. If you have the faith, the discipline, the consistency, you will see the fruit from that if you stay faithful to that so that's what i want people to walk away from break the mold you don't have yeah. to be religious okay go ahead yeah and, and for me i would say uh you can connect with me on all all major social media sites i'm i'm present there all the time everywhere all the uh, time as early as 6 a.m <laughs> <laughs> all the time uh, and, and then what i want you to take away is uh you know the bible talks about in all you're getting get an understanding if life's not working for you, there's a reason why. And and you want to get an understanding. And, and somebody is assigned to help you. So what you're not doing well in, someone is doing well in. And if you would get past pride and shame and public opinion and just simply tell yourself, I'm coming for Manx, get the help, embrace it, because there's an understanding to winning. Wow. Wow. 
y'all get understanding. Yep. Well, I thank y'all again. My name is E.C. Cunningham, uh, E. Pluribus. They call me E.C. Uh, we host tonight an on-purpose conversation. If you want to contact me, it's there on the bottom of the screen, uh, leadersimage.com, uh, excuse me, leadersimage.org. Dot org change leadersimage.org or ecunningham.com uh, or you can email me at epluribus my first name at leadersimage.org i thank you all again so uh much for joining us tonight for joining these two lovely folks uh lovely folks sounds so formal my friends <laughs> <laughs> ricardo miller and esther moreno and hopefully that you all will um, join us for another conversation. Hey, would you? Uh, I'm inviting you all back. Would you have another conversation at some point? Absolutely. All right. Love y'all so much. It was great talking. Uh, I will uh, see you all real soon. And remember, you can be the best when you look for the best. Mm -hmm. And the best is within you because God put it already there. That's wasn't a uh, practice that was just said out the off the dome. I got bars. I got bars. <laughs> bars. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good night. We love you. And see you real soon.